Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going and how to get the job done. This podcast is about working, family, research, and policy. We consider the research, talk to experts, and share our takes on what we're all learning about breadwinning. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She is an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. So, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, (laughs) happy anniversary to the horrible pandemic. Woo! I said, those, those sparklers are going off now, right? Those uh, little poppers and stuff, right? Did that happen? I delivered those to you. So Yes, thank you. So thank you. Because we cannot celebrate in person. We can never record in person. We can never even... I have a dream of us taking photos in person. That's and a good dream. Yeah, that's such a dream. We, we took one picture of ourselves and that's all there will ever be. <laughs> oh, my God. So I've been seeing a lot lately. So it's it's been a year, you know. It's yeah. my, in fact, can you remember? I because I, I specifically know because the last thing I did was I spoke at a conference in Des Moines, Iowa. I know, brag. <laughs> and I was coming back, and Brett's mom was sick, and we didn't know what it was, and she was in the hospital, and the pandemic began. Basically, I got back and he had to go to Florida and his mom passed away and it turned out it was COVID. And that was the first week in March. And here we are. And so I really, really concretely know when this all started. I, I can remember every single freaking moment. And now of that day, but now it's a year in. Yeah, you're in. We've lost other family members to COVID. We've yeah. been working for a year under these conditions. I mean, Lordy Lou, and and I'm just tired of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if you're like, and I'm still, and I'm still optimistic. Cool. Now, what is getting me optimistic is I just ran into some friends of my my daughter's best friend and her mom and dad were out. Uh, We saw them on the street and they are working on getting their, maybe by the time this goes live, they'll have all gotten their first vaccines. Oh, awesome. Right. I mean, and so when you hear those stories, my mom, I think is fully vaccinated. And by this time, I think my stepmom will be fully vaccinated as well. And maybe my brother too, with the, you know, people who have underlying conditions and the like, I, I don't care. Just, I'm, I'm happy every time I hear someone's got a vaccine. Yeah, my parents, my dad's driving two hours to go get his vaccine today. Nice. Nice. And my mom has hers. And my grandmother, my 90-year-old grandmother, shout out to Glow. Has oh, yes. Oh, that is so awesome. I think that's that's making me happy. And then, I mean, yeah, I hate the vaccine. No. I am very happy and I am, you know, as long as you're not like elbowing glow out of the way to get your vaccine, <laughs> get no. your damn vaccine. Please get your vaccine, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. It will it will come to us all and that will be good. I think that we're going to start hearing some offices opening up if they have it, like non-frontline offices. I, I don't know. Have you heard much about that? No, no. Have you? 
I've heard some, I've heard little rumblings about, you know, my network of people that some right. are opening. So, which is kind of like, really? We're there already? <laughs> so, okay. All right. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, and it's, it's kind of weird because you want all that stuff to happen. And, but it's kind of like, it's like they opened up uh, like movie theaters in New York City at like 25, I, I don't quote me, but it's some sort of much lower 25% capacity or something. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like I desperately want it, but ooh, now that you give it to me, I don't know. I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be ready for that. I don't know what I'm ready for. It's weird. Yeah, that's, yeah. Been in like the trenches for so long and we're locked down. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, here we go. I mean, I, I wonder how this is going to impact our mental health to be, to just kind of go right back into everything. Right? Tell me that they're, that they're, I said like, what are you going to do after the pandemic? And they're like, not leave my house. <laughs> I know. I know. Really? Uh, they're like, I'm an introvert. I'm stuck to be able to deal with how like, you know, insanely joyous and extroverted everyone's going to be being out on the street. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, the whole hugging thing or the, you know, like you, I don't know about you, but, but I would meet people that will become part of my network maybe, you know, but they're like, if you had your closest friends and your family and then people you see a lot in your professional life and then that like outer ring of people you see sometimes or they're new to that ring of whatever. And we would hug by just, you know, like, oh, so great to meet you. Hug. Yeah. And the first time it started, I feel like it started happening within like the past decade as someone who's so old. But because I never hugged people when I was a reporter, unless it was a really sad story. But now it's like, I, I feel like in New York, it's like we would have coffee. That's so great to meet you. You know, we've connected. Hug. And I'm like, yeah. I don't. I and, and I and I sometimes I initiated it. Sometimes other people initiate it. And I was kind of happy for it. I don't think that I, I that's going to be like a whoa. <laughs> it might be a whoa. I hear you. I don't I know. I don't right. know. I was definitely one of the people who, over the past decade, made that made that happen more often. I was right. a bugger in in the new intro phase, but um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to manage it. I mean, I hadn't hugged my best friend like we yeah. saw each other in the summer. Oh my god, it's like such a whirlwind time warp. But and then like we didn't like we saw each other, but like we couldn't hug and then we saw each other again and we didn't hug like from a and then like finally we hugged with masks on i don't know it's like <laughs> i just saw my, my dearest friend and i didn't recognize her at first because she had her winter hat on and a mask so all i saw was you know like her eyes in the dark like on the street <laughs> like, oh, and she started waving at me and i'm like Okay, I'm going to assume this is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you, do you do the thing where you fake hug, where you stand six feet apart and you kind of put your yeah. arms in a circle? You're like, ha ha, yeah. ha ha. Like, <laughs> so yeah. lame. But you want to? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typically, she would give me the content, the European three kisses, you know, because she's, she's super cool. But no, we cannot do even that. But we were able to see each other for the first time in a long time. But, you know, 
fake hug, fake hug. So, right. yeah. And then there's, you know, the the work aspect. I mean, I am very busy and I work a lot and that's awesome. But I was uh, I was telling you that Leah Bonvasudo, who has a wonderful consultancy called Present Voices. So she's always talking about how to communicate through Zoom and she has such interesting things. She she talks about how um, how much energy you give to Zoom when you're always leaning in and kind of giving your facial cues, and um, that if she wants to give you permission to kind of lean back and save some of that energy for yourself, you know, like you would do that in a meeting, but for some reason with the camera, you feel like you have to be, you know, like tensely on, like yes, yeah, right. right. And I often think about her, and I've yet to follow her advice, but I think she's completely right. Yeah, yeah. But, she was saying, because that's part of the exhaustion of remote, full remote work all the time, whether you want it or not. But she was also saying another thing that is exhausting is that we human animals tend to like take in anything negative, like way more than anything positive. So right. it could be like 80, 20 or whatever. I, you probably know more of, of this that like you sit and stew with the now, did that go over right? Did he like that? Did I, you know, did my boss like that? Did I, did my coworker like that? Because you're sitting by yourself going, our last interaction on the camera was, it was fine, but it wasn't well, great. <laughs> like, you just, oh, think, think that was yeah. a couple thousand times. Yeah. Let me just think, let me just think, you know, and then you start to hear everything is negative and it's like, oh, you know, like you're constantly having to prove that. It, something has to really overly prove itself as positive for right. you to go, I feel good about this, you know? Right, right. Yeah. These are things I've learned being on camera for an entire year. We're like yeah. the Truman Show. We're all like living on camera. We are living <laughs> on camera. And it's, it's interesting. Like, I'm actually a pretty, I'm a pretty outgoing person. And, you know, I don't think I'm a, pure extrovert by any means but like I like go into a room and I like chat you know yes. yep. report. but I've gotten to the point man like on these zoom calls where I'm like just I'm, I'm just hanging on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not spending energy and I I do wonder like whether people are noticing and I have had colleagues be like you're right I'm like no I'm fine I just cannot do this anymore <laughs> like I can't yeah Screen and like pretending to be, you know, super, yeah, yeah. super energetic. It's, it's hard. And that's what she's saying. And, and I wonder, like, can, do we have to give ourselves, like, like, would you have to say that, you know, I, I keep backing myself up, but remember in the beginning of the pandemic and, and you'll hear people do it now. And I think it's very apropos is to say, Hey, for this, we're keeping our cameras on, you know, like you set some ground rules. Is a ground rule to say, hey, you don't have to perform for the camera? Is that something? <laughs> like, do, can we say that to people that, you know, I could have my resting face and it's all right. It's just me listening. You know, I don't know. It's Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, yeah, it could be. I mean, it's hard, though. You know, I'm also in a job where part of what I need to do is read body language. Hey. And so yeah. it's hard to be like, I'm not going to emote, but like, I'm watching you. And <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. See, you're a mom. You know how to get that done. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> did you see this? There's an article that will say, 
was it was from April, but just talking about how people how voice calls we like have gone up over over the pandemic that we're craving human voice more than we're craving. Did you know this? No, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. What is it? It's a Verizon study. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. No, please do. Please but do commit. <laughs> Jessica Rosenworcel, who's a commissioner of the FCC, said we are we have become a nation that calls like never before because we just don't want to have our faces on screen anymore. That's my interpretation. Now, do you think that's true? I, because I swear every call I do is on camera. And I think about this a lot that I think that we go to video camera now as the go-to where that used to be like back in the day at Working Mother, we had, um, I had two fully remote, awesome, wonderful people, one of whom uh, helps with the breadwinners. Shout out to Kristen. Thank you so much. And we, I used to use the Google Meet, I guess. We, I'd call them through the, our, our Google thing. But we were unusual. And we would gather for a team meeting in this one, you know, camera-enabled conference room for the whole team. And, but it was kind of, we were the outliers, I, I think. Uh, maybe, uh, but everything else. Whenever you had a big business call, it would always be the you know that that the conference bridge, and you all have to sit around the table, and they have the little extender mics and stuff like that. Like I kind of long for the extender mic days. <laughs> yeah. Though, truth be told, many of those meetings involved somebody pressing mute. Did you have you ever been in those meetings and then saying, "Okay, this is ridiculous," <laughs> unmuting. <laughs> Or maybe it's just me. <laughs> Wait, they press, they press unmute and they say this is what I No, no. Chat, okay, other person on the phone, you know, not in the room, chat, chat, chatting, making some sort of pitch to us and or something. And I would press mute. I'm going to totally call out my action and say, that's not going to work. And then unmute and put us back in the call. <laughs> Basically, maybe this is why we all need to be on video, so I can't do things like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to have <laughs> to have like a third channel. It's like a back channel conversation happening exactly. while exactly. you're, yeah, yeah. Which I think now, I think that still probably is a lot. It's just people do it through like Slack or text. You do it typing, right? If you're going to say, what are we listening to here? You're doing that through, you know, some sort of typing kind of thing. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes. The old days where like, um, and somebody, if you texted something in a meeting and someone didn't have their phone turned off and you'd hear it go, bing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times of being around a table. I don't good times. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think the cost of sanity right now is still pretty damn high. I guess to to, yeah. to come I don't know. Have you take to ever taken a day off? And I don't mean like, have you ever taken a day off? But like seriously, like a no work day? You mean like a like a vacation like a day? day? Yeah. In during this pandemic business, oh, occasionally I took I took some mental health afternoons. I was That's like, I, nice. yeah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a break now. 
And I would say, yeah, I'm trying to think of whether I did that when my kids were hybrid or not, but either way, just eventually. Oh, oh, oh. What? (laughs) So listeners may remember when I got called out by the art teacher in my (laughs) class. Yes, they give a little backstory. Yes. Oh, so yeah. So my son was not prepared for art, which is two afternoons a week for 25 minutes. And he he has an entire port like he has this huge box of art supplies. And he he's like he's got what he needs, but she called me, she said, Can you go get your mom? He came to get me and she was like he doesn't have what he needs on this. Oh. On this, And she was like, I, I don't know. You must be doing like a little bit of work on the side or like whatever she said, that, which was like implying that, that like, I might be busy with my bonbons and my, yeah. and you're my playing at work. Yeah. You know, you're pretending to do whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so we had a reprieve. We had, we had not a reprieve. We had a re a revival of that interaction where I got a call this week about how he's still not prepared <laughs> for art. Yeah. The same yeah. class. Yeah. Well, his daughter and I got calls and it was like, it was just like, you know, yeah. I, I, do. I don't know. And then it was then we, so I, I spoke to her and then she like went into this whole thing about, about the art class, but also about about how she didn't want how she wanted to get vaccinated, how she didn't want to go back into school. Just like uh, my point is like just some just it was such it's for me such a representative moment of like where we are right now. Like it's my yeah. second call. It's my second call out about the from the art teacher who like made a really big deal of it. And then yeah. like a conversation about art ended up going into this really long conversation with this woman about like, is she like, can people go back to school? When is she getting vaccinated? Here's, you know, do I really want So stressful, right? I mean, it's like, so she's living with that stress all the time, you know, in addition to the work stress of her doing that job and, and talking to parents who are not preparing their child for class. (laughs) (laughs) He has a whole thing. Anyway, I know. But then also having the very real stress of worrying about what the future looks like. Yeah. And and when like with like my thing of hearing rumblings of offices opening, it adds this like the stress of the unknown. Like and and will you say I have to go back if I don't feel I can go back? And 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 kind of um, what's the mental health for this is traumatic. And. Like to just m- expect people to show up in the office, maybe you know, we may need some like gentle reentry or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, over-communicating, you know, and it's over-communicating the safety part of it. And I think good employers are going to do that. I really do. I think they know. I, I, I have all great hope of that. But the mental part of it, of, of like thinking like the movie theater example of like I desperately want to go to the movies I would love to go to the movies it's something for my kids to do it's freezing out let's go yeah Yeah. Ooh, I don't you know like the mental gymnastics of me actually going you can tell me all the safety things right all those things where they have you know when we it's social currency like if if you tell me 
that you went to the movies. I trust you. And I, I know right. your kids are younger than my kids. And like, how did you do it? And like, it's going to take more for this stuff to roll out. You're going to have to see it. It's like the vaccinations. Like, I love everyone who posts that says they got a vaccination. Let's make it. This is it. This is the social currency that you are, you know, you're doing it. Everybody's doing it. I want to do it too. Like, and, and I think these office things, that'll be interesting. Like who you can, it, you can say it's optional, but it's like the places where they have unlimited vacation and no one takes vacation because we're all super conservative. And to my point, we all hear things negatively in our own head. Like, well, if I take vacation, they're going to see me as a slacker. You know, if I don't show up to optional office day, they're going to see me as not committed or, you know, I, there's just, this is also stressful. So I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So are you doing anything to stay sane? That's why I was asking about taking time off. Cause I think early on in the pandemic, Brett's, um, job was talking a lot of, I really need you all to take some time off. Like, I really need you to take care of yourself. And I know you, it's just the couch because where are you going? But right. do. and I think that message should still be strong, but also is anyone taking the afternoon off? Cause I, I don't, it's so hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And it's also hard. I don't know what it feels like for you, but at this point in my, I know everybody's business is different, but in, in my business, like we're in we're in crazy busy season right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know when we're, you know, taking time off and yeah, I mean, it's also, I think until my kids go back to school full time, like yeah, time off is, it's just, you know, right. Right. I mean, that, that's a whole other thing that also um, the parenting aspect of it is just, you know, my kids, my son's been to high school once. Mm-hmm. So he's been inside a school building once in a year after eighth grade shut down. And then he switched for his high school and he went to it once. My daughter went for half day Wednesdays for maybe two months. Mm. You know, this is her senior year, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, we have the ups and downs of isolation, you know, that it, it's, you know, we do have better days. We have worse days. And there's that stress, too, like of watching their stress and knowing that it's a mental challenge and you can't go in their head and yeah. make it right. You know, you can you can try to influence it and be there and all that. But, you know, it's uh, yeah, not to mention yeah. the homeschooling and not getting your art supplies right. I mean, come on. Come I know, on. Right? So much. Yeah. So, yeah, because in New York, uh, the high schools are still not open. Yeah. So I, they're just opening up the middle schools. But, yay, we can go to movies. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. It totally does. Somewhere it makes sense and somewhere it's not stressful and somewhere we're hugging. Oh, yay. So I, I look forward to us being together and hugging. Yay. I will give you a hug. I will be a hugger, too, for you. Yay, thank you. And then we'll take a picture of the hugging. Of the hugging. Oh, my gosh. And we'll all be hugging, and it'll be lovely. Oh, I look forward to that day. 
Well, until then, thank you for joining us on The Breadwinners. You will find links to what we discussed in the episode description. Email us anytime. Don't hug, but, you know, send us pictures of yourself at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com or visit us at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. It really helps us grow. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.